I think anytime you have an idea for something that's creative or like something that sparks some sort of inspiration in you and that makes you want to do something, you should 100% act on that as soon as you can, you know, to get it out there and not not necessarily out into the world, but just to get your ideas on the page, on the computer screen, just start it. Because obviously if you're thinking about starting something and you've got an idea, it's the start of something that you can be really passionate about and it would be a real shame not to act on it. So don't wait to have a goal in mind, I think. You should just just start and see where it takes you. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie. Today we're going to talk about our side projects again, but we're going to talk about the goals that we have with them. Because for both Femke and I, our side projects are on the side, they're not our full-time jobs. We talked about what those are back in episode one, and they're also going to be all linked down below in the show notes if you need to catch up on that. But today we want to talk about the goals that we have with those side projects, where they're going, where we thought they were going to go when we started them, maybe those goals have changed since then, how important goals even are to have with side projects. Does that sound like something good to talk about, Fem? Yeah, definitely. I think quite often people get caught up with a side project just being something fun and not necessarily something, you know, with goals in mind, which, you know, that that's cool. But I know that you and I have quite specific goals and what, and what we want to do with our side projects. So I think this is going to be a really, a really awesome topic. Also, on the other side of that, I think that sometimes people can be too goal-orientated with side projects and maybe the thought of having a big goal in mind and something huge you have to achieve with it is what holds them back from starting, which is what we talked about back in episode six. So speaking of goals and things like that, what, what have you been working on lately in the past week, Charlie? You know, have you, have you achieved any goals of yours lately or what, what has been your goal for the last week in terms of side projects? Well, I'm still going with that... A daily video series that I've talked about before and in the past week it's been going really well like I feel like I've gotten into the swing of things more and I've been learning a lot and you know working out some little tricks and things that I need to think about in order to make the process as easy as possible for myself. Yeah I guess have you gotten to a point where it feels a bit more streamlined like you're you get into the rhythm and can kind of do it a bit faster? Oh, definitely. It's, it, I'm actually quite amazed at how quickly it's happened. But also, I am up to day 17 now, so I guess it's not been that wow. fast. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, crazy. How about you? Anything, anything big to talk about from the past week? Well, for me, I just recently found out that I'm going to be heading back to New Zealand for a couple of weeks in January. So cool. Yeah, I'm very, very excited. I get to uh, catch up on my tan and enjoy the New Zealand beach. <laughs> so at the moment, I'm just trying to get as much done on my side projects as possible before I go because, you know, I'd really like to spend some time with my family and my friends and, and have that quality time and I mean, it's a work trip, so I'll be working quite a lot. So I probably won't have as much time in the mornings to work on side projects like I do now. So my goal at the moment is really to hustle and get as much done. I, I would like to say that I wish I was, you know, more slowing down like a lot of people are, you know, slowing down for the Christmas break. But for me, it's a bit opposite. <laughs> I'm just trying to get all my to-do list tasks done so I can really enjoy the time that I'll be having back home in New Zealand. Smart. Sounds like you're in hustle mode. <laughs> yes, much hustle mode. Never <laughs> stops. <laughs> so talking about goals, let's start with 
how important do you think it is to set goals with side projects? Because it seems like at the start there we both, you know, talked about some different sides of it. So I'd be keen to hear more of your thoughts on that. I think it's always important to have a goal, especially for a side project. I think having a goal really helps you stay not only motivated, but really focused on on what you're trying to achieve. I think it's quite easy to sort of get lost and think, you know, what's what's the point of this? What am I doing this for? But at the same time, it's really important that you choose the right goal. And speaking of, you know, goal setting and what the right goal could be, I know that there's been a lot of talk lately in the past week on internet fame and people getting internet famous and you know whether that actually translates to being able to have a living and you know all of these young people coming in having a goal of wanting to be internet famous really or you know it's all about the followers or or the likes and stuff and so you know if that is your goal then that's awesome like great for you you've got a goal but I think you also need to you know have something that's realistic and that you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment. Totally. I think goal setting is hard because you want to dream big. You know, that's important. Like the higher you aim, there's that saying that was always my favorite when I was in like high school and you had to pick like your favorite quote. Yeah. If you shoot for the moon, you'll land among the stars. Love that one. Yeah. So I think that aiming high is great, but you also do have to be realistic about it. And, you know, you, it needs to be something that you can work out steps to achieve and I don't think that fame is something that you can really plan steps to achieve realistically. I don't know. Maybe some people can, but personally, that's not the way I would like to live my life. Yeah. And I feel like it's not very measurable either. And I'm not saying that every goal should be measurable in terms of like numbers, but you know, what does fame really mean? Like, is that just the amount of followers you have or is that to the point where you're getting stopped and recognized on the street. So, you know, I think it's really important to have a clear goal. And I think it's also important to think beyond that goal as well, because once you reach it, then what? Yeah, true. What What are some goals that you have had with your side projects when you started them? Like I've been, we've been chatting about side projects alongside our full-time jobs, right? And both of our side projects are just on the side right now. Do you think that a goal with a side project has to be for it to become a full-time thing? No, not at all. I think it's totally cool to have a side project that just stays as a side project and is just something that you do on the side. I think for me, I've got two different kind of goals. So I've got individual goals for my individual side projects, so what I want to achieve with them. But then I also have more sort of personal goals and having side projects helps me achieve those personal goals, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. It's a really interesting way of looking at it. So it's not that you've got specific goals for your side project, or you do, but the main thing is that you've got your own goals in life and the side projects are a step towards them. Exactly. So for example, some of my goals are, you know, just to create a lot of things and like be a happy person and you know hustle a lot and create something that I'm really proud of and while those goal goals aren't like specific to my individual side projects they're sort of my own personal goals and my side projects are helping me achieve those goals. Yeah that makes sense that's cool. I think that the great thing about side projects is that they are so personal in that way and that starting a side project doesn't have to be starting a business you know you don't have to think of it in that way. 
to start with if you don't want. It can be just a personal thing that you really want to do because it's something that you want to do in your life. Yeah, totally. So what about you? Do you have do you find that you have personal goals and individual goals for your side projects? I think so. And I didn't think about it that way until you said it just then, but I think that's true for me as well. I don't I never started any of my side projects with the intention of them becoming a full-time thing. And because of the type of person I am, I actually just can't imagine myself having just one main thing as my focus in my life, you know, like I've got my full-time job. And the reason I have side projects is because I don't just want to do the design work for my full-time job. There's all these other ideas I have and I've got multiple side projects because I've got multiple passions and there's just too many things I want to do. So I attempt to do them all. (laughs) So I guess I'm similar in that I want to be doing more than just my day job. And while I love I love my day job and it's so much fun and, you know, people do see me as Femke from Atomic, which is super cool. But, you know, I, I want to keep my options open and I want to do more stuff and, you know, be known for doing multiple things and just being a sort of more all-rounder creative person rather than just being defined by my day job, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. I think that What's interesting about us as designers and creatives in general, like I think it happens in other creative fields as well, is that often we do want to be known as more than our jobs. Like I wouldn't say you are a designer and, you know, communications person at Atomic. You are a designer, full stop, you know, like Mm -hmm. where you work doesn't define you in our field, which is very cool. And side projects definitely, definitely help with that. When you started any of your side projects, Did you ever think that they might become full-time, you know? Like, was that in the back of your mind? I mean, I thought about it, but I... It wasn't like a goal. Like, I didn't actively pursue it. So, for example, when I had my food cooking blog... Uh, a year or so ago, which I'll link in the show notes. It's it's still live, but I haven't posted on there for a while. But it is full of really good recipes. It is full of good recipes. Yes. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> when I was doing that blog, I mean, yes, I did think about, oh, this could be a full-time thing if I really wanted it to, because there are heaps of food bloggers out there who do have that as their full-time thing. So it is totally a possibility. It was just up to me whether that's something that I wanted to do with it and prioritize. And for me, it wasn't. And that's okay. You know, my goal with the food blog was more to keep a collection of recipes for myself because, you know, I'm a bit of a foodie. I've always enjoyed cooking and I just wanted to have some place that was like a collection of what I make rather than, you know, I didn't think, oh, I want to be a full-time food blogger. Like I'm going to go register a domain name, you know, like that's not really how it worked for me, but I guess it could have been a possibility if I wanted it to. Yeah. That's important too is, I'm finding that with YouTube at the moment, a lot of people start YouTube and the end goal, maybe whether they realize it at the start or not, is to become, you know, a full-time YouTuber. A lot of people do that. And it seems like it's the path that most people expect you to take if you've got a YouTube channel that's like mildly successful. And I don't think mine is there yet, but you know, it's on its way. But I've, that's just not what I have in mind for it. That's not my goal with my YouTube channel. So I'm struggling to explain that to people, I suppose, and have people realize that it's okay if I keep my YouTube channel as a side project and it's okay if it's not a full-time job and that I can still work to grow it without the intention being to do it full-time. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I mean, it sounds like with the YouTube space, 
there's a lot of like status quo or, you know, some stereotypes. So, I mean, it sounds like you're trying to break away from that, which is really awesome. And so for you, what is your goal with your YouTube channel then? To be honest, when I started it, it was more of a hobby, like just something that I wanted to do. And I did want to grow my audience, but I mostly just wanted to put content out there, the type of stuff that I would have liked to see when I was in design school. So that was my main goal really with it. I didn't like I wanted to grow my audience and I had like some numbers in mind I wanted to hit. But as I got more into it, I sort of realized that it's really not about that for me. And I think number related goals were what I had in mind to start with, just because that was what everyone else was doing and what everyone else was aiming for. So, you know, as a newbie coming into it, that's what I had in mind as well. So you mentioned that when you started, it was just a hobby for you. So do you think it's important to have a goal when you begin a new side project? Or do you think it's fine to just sort of start it and you know think of a goal later I think it's definitely fine to start without like an end goal in mind I think anytime you have an idea for something that's creative or like something that sparks some sort of inspiration in you and that makes you want to do something you should 100% act on that as soon as you can you know to get it out there and not not necessarily out into the world but just to get your ideas on the page on the computer screen just start it because obviously if you're thinking about starting something and you've got an idea it's the start of something that you could be really passionate about and it would be a real shame not to act on it so don't wait to have a goal in mind I think you should just just start and see where it takes you yeah totally I'd agree with that I think the goal can come to you later you know like when I started the apartment you know, I didn't really have much of a goal for that, except that I wanted to do more freelancing and, you know, appear a bit more professional. And I still haven't quite yet determined a long-term goal for the apartment, but, you know, it's been six months since I've been doing it now. And I think it's now sort of starting to become clearer because I guess, you know, I've had six months to kind of figure it out and learn a bit more about what I want to do with it. And, you know, that's helping me paint a clearer picture about where I want to take that into the future. That's awesome. I think that's a really good point there about working on something and your goal will come from it. You know, the more time you put into it, the more you'll realize what it's all about. I think it's part of the process of like discovery for yourself. Yeah, totally. And back to my food blog thing again, you know, I didn't even realize that you could do that as a full-time thing until I started doing it and then seeing other food bloggers and kind of becoming active in the food blogging community. So, you know, there's probably potential goals that you don't even realise are achievable until you start doing it and you, you know, meet new people and sort of, you know, learn the ropes on how it works and new goals will probably open up to you. Side projects are often known as passion projects as well. And I would say that doing it for the passion of it is probably the most important thing with a side project because it is something on the side that you're putting, you know, your quote unquote spare time into. So being passionate about it is super important. And sometimes having specific goals in mind for something that you're really not that passionate about is just not going to work out, I don't think. So I would say the passion is the most important thing. Passion comes first and then the goal setting. Yeah. And based on that, you know, your goal could just be, I want to have fun, you know, Yeah, totally. That's totally fine. Yeah. yeah. And so that ties in with, you know, just being passionate about it. You know, your goal could just be, I want to do something fun and this is what I really enjoy and what I'm passionate about. So I'm going to turn it into a side project. I think that's totally a 
a valid goal. I think that's actually a good way of describing how my YouTube channel started. I'd seen my sister, I think I talked about this in episode one, so a quick recap, I'd seen my sister start a YouTube channel and seen how fun the New Zealand YouTube community looked to be a part of, and there was all these great people in it, and I wanted to be a part of that. So that's a main reason why I started my channel, was just to have fun with those people. So do you sometimes find that your goals will change over time? So, you know, when you started your YouTube channel, it was more you know, a hobby thing and you wanted to be involved in the community. And now a couple of years later, you've grown quite a bit and you're getting more of an established audience. Or, you know, this could also apply to your blog as well. You know, do you find that your goals change and do they only change once you meet the goal and then you set a new one or do they just kind of fluctuate? I think the goals change as you change and as whatever your side project is grows. My goals have definitely changed with my side project and not change as such because I do still just want to have fun with it and I still want it to be something that I'm passionate about. But I've set new goals for what I want to achieve with it and that's mostly come from having more and more people comment on my videos and seeing that, you know, what I say is having an effect on some people, which is like at first it just freaked me out to be honest because I was like what I don't know what I'm talking about I'm just like you know sharing my opinions don't take this as like me verbatim like you know get a verified source to back it up sort of thing but I've since realized that I should have a bit more faith in myself than that and that I like just hearing from people and hearing their opinions talking to other designers and hearing how they work so that's what my audience is doing with me I think so I just need to have a bit more confidence in it and And trying to push that further and seeing what I can turn it into. Like we talked about before, I don't ever want one thing to be the only thing I'm known as. So I don't just want to be a YouTuber, even though, you know, there's lots of people that do that and they make a great living on it. I want to do more than that. So I'm still sort of in the stage of working out exactly where I want to take my YouTube channel and what I want to do with this audience that I'm gathering. So how do you hold yourself accountable to your goals? Like, do you communicate them with someone else? Do you write them down? Do you put it on a sticky note and stick it on your wall right in front of you to remind yourself every day? You know, how does that sort of process or reminding accountability work for you? Actually, not too long ago, I think it was earlier this year, I sat down and I asked myself where I wanted to be in five years' time. And I think this was from a Sean Wes podcast episode that talked about goal setting. I can't remember which one it is, but we'll just link his website down below because he's got a bunch of amazing podcasts. Basically, I thought about what I really wanted from life and like what I really want to be spending my time doing, you know, in in the coming years. And I wrote that down in a little bit of paper that sits on a clipboard above my desk. So it's, it's kind of nice to have that there to remind me you know, what I'm working towards, but it's not like a specific goal. Like basically it just talks about wanting to have freedom to work anywhere I want and travel anywhere I want and maybe work for myself ideally is is probably my goal for, you know, years down the track. So having that there, I guess just gives me a little boost of motivation when I'm feeling super tired and unmotivated that day. Yeah. So, so that's quite a, some would say a broad goal, you know, it's not like you've said, I want to, you know, work for myself full-time doing my YouTube channel, or I want to work for myself full-time with a, with a store, with an online store. So, you know, how important do you think it is to have sort of those 
broad ambitious goals and then do you break that down and into more specific goals or you just kind of keep it broad to achieve something you've got to break it down into smaller steps would would you agree with that yeah I would yeah but I haven't gotten there yet you know I'm still working it out what exactly I want to do yeah I mean I guess if your goal is to work for yourself full-time in five years or whatever would you agree that if you had written in five years time I want to work full-time with my own online store is that making it easier to achieve because you can start planning now the specific steps to get to that exact position or do you think having it kind of open like that gives you more opportunity to kind of explore what it is exactly that you want to do full-time for yourself? I think that if you can write down something specific and know that's the thing you want, that 100% is going to be better. But I just don't know that yet, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's cool. It keeps it exciting. I mean, I feel like you have a lot of skills and a lot of options as well that you could expand on. So I'm looking forward to this. (laughs) Thanks, Pam. I think one thing I, I suppose I worry about with my side projects, you know, growing is that I just love them so much. I don't want to ever get sick of them. Do you, do you know what I mean when I say that? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I worry about, you know, doing them full time. They might become a chore. You know, that's just a fear I have with, with side projects. And that's part of the reason why they're still on the side for me at the moment. You know, there's a great quote by Jessica Heesh. And I think it goes something like, the work that you do while you're procrastinating is the work that you should be doing for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's a good point. I've loved that quote, but I've never really experienced it until the other day. That quote has kind of stuck with me for a while and but I haven't found that I, I haven't found myself in a position where I'm procrastinating but doing something productive during that procrastinating. You know, usually my procrastinating is uh, you know, reading the news or watching TV or something, which that's not work you should be doing the rest of your life, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> some people, I suppose. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, but for me, so the other day, I had to do something. I had a task on my to-do list, but uh, I found myself actually instead procrastinating doing that by working on my blog and working on coming up with questions for a new interview that I'm doing with a, with a designer. And it kind of struck me then that I was like, I'm procrastinating right now, but my procrastinating that I'm doing is actually really productive, first of all. That's super cool. And something that I actually really enjoy doing. And so for the first time, I kind of like feel like I had a glimpse of, you know, potentially my future, if that makes sense and doesn't sound too wishy-washy, but, you know, of what I really am passionate about at my core and what I really do want to be doing, which I think is being actively involved in the sort of design community and talking with other designers and helping them and teaching them and sharing what I know. So yeah, I think it's a really great quote by Jessica and yeah, it only sort of hit me the other day. That's super cool, Femme. That's really exciting. And I think that I understand what you mean because often like on the weekends, I will work on side projects Almost the whole weekend, much to my boyfriend's disgust, you know, he wants to go out and actually do exciting things. And I'm just sitting at my computer <laughs> editing videos. Hey, that's exciting. But yeah, that's just what I love doing. And I just, yeah. you know, I just really enjoy it. And I really enjoy creating things. I suppose that it seems to me like my side projects are just too fun to be full time, you know, <laughs> which is not a good mindset. I need to get out of that. Yeah. And I think 
if, if you make it full time, it comes with other quote unquote burdens. Uh, you know, like I think the pressure kind of increases a lot because you have to make a living from it. And, you know, I think you can end up working a lot and it can be hard to, you know, manage your own time that way and get really caught up into it. So, yeah. Yeah. That, it can be hard. That, that's another reason why I definitely don't want my YouTube channel to be my full-time thing because I, I don't know, I just feel funny about my full-time income coming from ad money or sponsorships. I feel like that's super unreliable, especially with the way the world is going. And, you know, there's this big backlash against ads and advertising and it just seems super volatile. So until I can work out a way to, you know, earn a, earn a living in, a, in another way from still creating content and creating products and things, I'll keep the full-time job going, you know. And also, I feel like I've still got a lot to learn in the design world working full-time. I don't think I'm ready to work for myself yet. So do you find that you're learning anything from your side projects that you can apply into your day job or vice versa? Definitely. I think time management skills in particular come into play because I'm always having to juggle my time, like my work-life balance with my side projects, side project life balance, I suppose, and then also juggling that with my full-time job. So I make sure I try and be super efficient at work to try and get out of there on time and finish things on time so that I can get home earlier and spend more time on the side projects, which means I can finish them earlier and spend more time, you know, hanging out with my friends and family. I think, yeah, time management would be the main thing that I've learned. What about you? Definitely. To give a sort of specific example, with this podcast, I feel like I've gained some skills in podcasting and talking. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of carried on to my day job where I do some video and voiceover work. And so that's like, that's a super specific example, but you know, that's a skill that I've kind of been developing, you know, and you as well through this podcast. Yeah. And I've been able to apply that in my day job too, which is really awesome. And the guys at my work are always like, Fem's doing the voiceover because, you know, she's got a podcast, she's got the <laughs> mic, <laughs> she knows what she's doing. So, yeah, that, that's a really sort of tangible example of something that I've learned through doing a side project and I can carry that into my day job now. We actually asked out on Twitter if for people who have side projects and day jobs, do you feel like side projects help or hinder your full-time work? And Will replied and said he thinks they help 100%. They give him the opportunity to try things out that he wouldn't normally be able to. And I think that's exactly what you were talking about with your podcasting. And I think it's the same thing for me as well. I've learned through doing YouTube and podcasting how to express myself and how to explain my ideas and communicate more clearly, which as an introvert is something that I needed to learn. So that's really helped as well in my day job, I think. Yeah. And I think also another example is my blog, you know, in writing. I do quite a lot of writing at work and the more I write, the better I get. So that's also another example of something super helpful that I can apply in my day job. So maybe side project goals could be simply just to learn something new. Totally. It could just be you want to gain a new skill in something. So if that's the case, do you think that it's okay to have a side project where you learn something and then stop it? Like, is it okay for side projects to have a finite timeline? Our side projects for all of them really have are ongoing, right? Like we intend to keep doing them until the passion dies, I suppose. But is it okay to have side projects that do have a specific end in mind? For sure. I totally think that a side project could just be, you know, maybe you want to 
do some research on a particular topic and turn it into an infographic. And, you know, that's like one body of work that once it's over, it's kind of over. But it's still a side project because there's a lot of time involved in gathering the research and, you know, actually working on it. And there's a great example of a project that a Dutch guy did earlier this year and he did something similar. He gathered data and turned it into this side project that he did and it was a beautiful, beautiful website. I can't remember the name of it, but we'll find it and link it in the show notes below. But even if your side project is, say, I want to learn HTML, you could work on that for a period of time, do some courses or whatever, and either then you stop, uh, but you know maybe you created something really cool while you were learning or, you know, you're going to keep using that skill somewhere else and it might grow into more than just that sort of one-off thing that you made while you were learning. Yeah, that's true. Side projects could evolve into other side projects, I guess. Yeah, totally. Like, who knows where this podcast is going to go? Maybe we decide to do a video series. Hint, hint. That would no, be cool. Really. <laughs> one slight problem, we do not live in the same city. <laughs> that is a problem. So it would be a really crappy video. <laughs> This actually reminds me of something that Justin said in response to our tweet about if you think side projects help your full-time work. He said that they absolutely help him, that it keeps him from getting mired in what just one thing and keeps things from getting stale. And he ended with, variety is the spice of life. And I think that's what I was talking about before with wanting what I do to be a mixture of a bunch of different things rather than just one main thing. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's definitely one of my goals too, is to just have a variety of different things that I do to keep it interesting. Not that d- just doing my day job is boring, because it's not, it's it's super fun, but my li- I feel like my life is even more fun when I have lots of things going on, because for me, it's also about personal development. You know, I get to learn new skills and do more things and it, it improves my own personal development. So I can definitely relate with what Justin's saying there. But I mean, for you as well, Charlie, you do so many things, you know, it, it's a lot of different variety. I, I feel like your YouTube and your blog, not that they're similar, but they, they kind of are a package. They, they work together quite well. Yeah, they go together, I think. Then you've got your whole liner note kids, which is something completely different. Yeah, what I like about my side projects and my full-time job is that I get to do a little bit of everything that I love. So in my full-time work is where I mostly like would consider like client work, you know, like I'm solving Mm -hmm. people's problems and, you know, helping find a design solution, working with developers to get my ideas built, things that I couldn't do on my own because my coding skills are very limited. Then with my YouTube channel and blog, I'm able to get my ideas out there and, you know, explore my writing, photography, video making skills. And then with my product line, I'm able to create designs for myself. So just able to have fun with it. Like those are my most enjoyable designs is just creating my T-shirts and prints and things. And then I'm able to work with my hands a bit as well in the printing and packaging of them. So it gives me a little bit of everything. And that's why my goal is to, I suppose, try and do a mixture of all three of those things eventually for myself as the full-time work that I do. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely potential there to turn it into something full-time. I just need to work out how. (laughs) Yeah, and that's a journey itself, right? Yeah. So that'll come to you. That, yeah, it definitely will eventually. And I'm not in any rush, I suppose. I feel like I've still got a lot left to learn working in the design industry and, and that working in the industry and being a full-time, you know, employed designer at a startup is really helping my YouTube content. Like it gives me ideas of things to talk about because 
I'm in a situation that a lot of other people who are perhaps in design school are wanting to end up in potentially. So it gives me ideas for topics. So what advice would you have for someone that has a side project, but they don't yet have any goals and they're thinking about setting up some goals? Do you have any advice for them about maybe the types of goals that they should be thinking about or how they can figure out what their goal should be? I would advise to think about a few years down the track and what you want to be doing with your side project and what you want to be doing with your life in general and how your side project fits into that. That's not to say that your side project has to be the thing you want to do full-time or even part of what you do full-time like like I was talking about. Just thinking about where it fits in and where you think you might, you know, in your wildest dreams want to take it is a good place to start. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's worth thinking super ambitious and, you know, like you said, your wildest dreams. What is the best scenario? What is the, like, ultimate goal? And then also thinking about something that is achievable as well. You know, having those two goals there. So you've got something that's super achievable, but you're also thinking beyond that and, you know, what you could do after you've reached that achievable goal. Yeah. And those two work hand in hand really well, I think. But my main advice, I suppose, would be to not let that lack of specific goal to stop you from starting. Like I don't have a specific end goal, you know, with all the steps worked out that I've got with all of my side projects, but I do have little goals. Like I would like to sell out of my limited edition notebooks. So link in the show notes, Buy it. you can have a look at them, (laughs) you know, little things like that help along the way and help you continue moving towards something. Cause moving forwards is important. And maybe once you work out what your specific goals are, you might have to change track a little bit. You might realize you've been going down slightly the wrong path. That might happen with me. Who knows? But that's okay. Like the point is that you've kept moving and learning and creating. And I don't think that's ever going to be a bad thing in the end, even if you have to perhaps backtrack a little bit or, you know, change paths. That's fine. What about you, Fem? What advice would you give to someone who doesn't particularly have set goals in mind? What advice would you give to me with my, you know, I've got the big goal, but I'm struggling on the smaller goals? What do you think? You know, I think. I would recommend that you talk to someone about it because I think that's something that we haven't really touched on here is that it is good to share your goals with other people. And I think if you have a mentor or maybe maybe you're part of a, you know, accountability group that, you know, sharing those is a really good thing. And if you don't have a goal yet, maybe talking to them or, or that one person, if it's just one person, what you're really enjoying and and what you would like to keep doing and then from there they might have some good advice as to what a goal could be for you. Yeah I always find that talking to you about my side projects and what I'm aiming for what I'm working on always helps so not saying you have to start a podcast talking about those things but (laughs) just talking about them in general really does help you're right. Yeah and we do often text each other. Yes we do talk outside of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah we do have conversations outside of this so that's always really helpful as well. So I think that's us wrapping up. I want to set anyone listening to, you know, take some time after you finish listening to this podcast to think about your side projects and what goals you have with them. If you want to share them with us, we would love to hear them, right, Fem? Yeah, definitely. We are always open to hearing about you and what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve and learn a little bit about you and your side projects. So feel free to send us an email or a tweet. You can contact us on Twitter at DesignLifeFM. 
And you can find our contact details for the email and also all of our previous episodes on designlife.fm. And if you really enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Yeah, share it with a friend and maybe chat to them about your goals as well. It could be a great starting point for an awesome conversation, perhaps. Hopefully this episode has given you guys a bit of inspiration and maybe kicked off a thinking session for you about what your goals are for your side projects. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Charlie. Bye, fam.